Welcome to the Man with Bands podcast with your weekly sports forecast. With Jay Bands today, it's a solo. The man is out there being the man on Easter, finding all the golden eggs out there with all the money, with all the bands in them. Guarantee it. But if you've never stopped by here before, this is a sports podcast and this is the episode 5. And today where I'll be covering just a few questions that were asked of me to kind of cover. Some of these have been covered in the past podcast, so I'm just going to kind of maybe like revisit some of them. Maybe get a little more detailed than I have been, so if that's what y'all are asking, but we'll see. And as well as I'm going to get into some other questions like, who's been winning, winning free agency? Who will be the 2021 comeback player for me and uh, some sleeper teams on my list gotta go give you some bronco news of course <laughs> some denver bronco news some sweeping changes in the league and then like just a little fun thing that i looked up i was kind of thinking about since we've been talking about kyle pitts quite a bit and like how Mont like he's just like a freak of nature someone else who i think of a hall of famer that they claim already in a freak of nature is DK Metcalf. So I did a little comparison. I don't know. Maybe, maybe y'all will be as interested as I, as I was in it. But we'll see. So going off the first question, it was who won the free agency. And again, I touched on this a little bit, but I'm gonna have to say it was it was the the Buccaneers. They won the Super Bowl. As we all know, you know, with with the team they had, and they're actually the first team in NFL. They're the first team in history to to bring back all 22 starters in the salary cap era since 1994. So I thought that was kind of a crazy little statistic. But yeah, I think they won because you know if if you have a winning team that can win you Super Bowls, then don't you want those players that did that magic to come back for you? And I think that's what they did. And yeah, so I think they definitely won't. I think they're still hungry and they want it, but it's it's gonna be kind of hard for. I feel like a lot of people say it's gonna be kind of hard for some of those you know aging players like uh, you know Tom Brady, player that's kind of getting up there will have that year where it's kind of like okay maybe they need to hang it up, but it's just hard, too hard to say since he just came off a Super Bowl year, but. We'll see if he can compete with some of these studs coming out of this draft. Like, and some teams that I think are going to win the draft. Not might, but I think they are. Be- just because of the volume. Like, if they don't win the draft, it's it's a, probably a managing problem from there. It's Garbaggio. And those the top teams who I think are, are going to win it is going to be the Dolphins or the Jags. And that's because they have, like, the Dolphins through this season, through 2023... They have five first-round picks, four second-round picks, and four third-round picks. I don't know, just if you can't make stuff happen with that within your next, you know, within this next this next decade needs to be chock-full of some dubs or some, some serious talks need to happen. But just in the 2020 season, the Dolphins have the sixth-round pick, the 18th-round pick, the 36th, and the 50th. You know, there's some there's some big names in there. I've been seeing the, a lot of the Dolphins mock drafts have been going straight to help their wide receiver room, and they've done some 
good things like Will Fuller. They brought in Will Fuller as a little, that's a nice little duo with, with Parker, with Parker out there. He's, I don't know, it's just, it's just some, uh, some too much stardom in there not to do something. And we'll see what Tua can do. I was just never too hyped up on Tua, but I know a lot of people that are, so... I don't know, we'll see, but maybe they bring in, I don't know, whoever I've been seeing, some Waddle. We'll see, we'll see. I even, who knows, they might even bring in Kyle Pitts. And the Jags have that first round pick, as we all know, who they're going to take, Trevor Lawrence. The 25th, the 33rd, and the 45th. There's a lot of talent to be stacked up in there. So, yeah. So, if one of them don't win it, it's I'm going to be shooketh. It's gonna be, I'm going to be shocked. That would just make no sense to me. I'd be mindfucked. The teams that are for sure going to lose it, more than likely what's looking like, it's going to be the beloved Seahawks. Their first pick is the 56th in the first round. Pretty late. Rams fall at 57th a little later. And the Texans, as if they didn't have enough problems to deal with the season, their first pick is 67th. Not a good time to be a Texans fan. I'd like to hear some feedback. I'd like to interview Texans fan. I just want to ask you some questions like, how are you feeling? Forgot who they, uh, I think they thought I read this thing. Might bring in the man, the, the man's man, Alex Smith. Might bring him in. I've been, I've been seeing some of that. If, uh, some of this allegedly, uh, crime, criminal activities on Watson's side come through, um, he just might have to sit out a few games, you know? Can't miss those court dates. But yeah, that'd be an interesting pick. I wonder if you'd even, I don't know. Seems like some of these players are dodging that organization like the plague, but we'll see. And then some of a, uh, I don't know, just, you know, we'll see. It's just going to be a battle between all that. And if you want to throw it in the mix, some comeback players that I was kind of interested in seeing. Um, just top three that I've seen a lot on a lot of people's lists. George Kittle missing eight games. Dak Prescott, 11. Saquon Barkley missing 14. And if I'm picking just out of that list, I'm picking... To man with bands, and that's Dak Prescott. He was on the road, as we all know, to break some records, and now he has an extra game to do that. Yeah, Amari Cooper's been good. Has a knack for coming in clutch down the field. It seems like Ceedee Lamb is just getting better. He's just gonna get better. The game's gonna slow down. He's gonna have a little more chemistry with his guys and with his coach. He's, you know, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be real nice. And then Michael Gallup. I've, I've been on Michael Gallup. I, he's always just that player that. If one of the, if C.D. Lamb was out or Cooper was out, I was definitely picking Michael Gallup just because you just never know. I just something's there. They didn't need to incorporate it more. I would I would like to see that anyway. I'd like to see those players come back. But yeah, Dak Prescott will for sure to me will be the player to go out just because like you know Barkley, Daniel Jones, he's gonna have some more options now. You know, a little more stacked up wide receiver room. And then that will open up the run game for Barkley. But I just don't think it's impact-wise, weight of it, and how effective you need to be at the position. Dak Prescott at QB just got to be kind of the same thing with George Kittle. Like, I don't even know who your quarterback's going to be. Jimmy Garoppolo, be Justin Fields, Trey Lance. I don't, I don't know. We don't know. The people need to know. And so for that, George Kittle's going to probably have a great year, good year, if he stays healthy, just because – uh, you know, just because the way he is, he's George Kittle, just the way it is, but yeah, besides that, it's been kind of quiet, I haven't seen too much going on, a good pickup for uh, for the teammate of DK Metcalf, 
with Tyler Lockett. He's he just signed a four-year deal for $69.2 million. And I think that's huge for many reasons. Russell Wilson kind of, you saw, may have saw, Russell Wilson was kind of wanting out of Seattle. That would have been not good. He's just, I feel like he can win another Super Bowl if, if it all plays out right. DK, I think he's a future Hall of Famer already. Tyler Lockett, just sure-handed. He can go get two or three catches, 57, 47 yards for three games straight. Then next game, he might come out with a 200-yard game, two or three TDs maybe. Yeah, so I guess they like that. They like that. Congratulations if you're on uh, on his side when all that went through. I forgot who they're playing, but he's an absolute animal. But yeah, good for him. The man has bands. It's official Tyler Lockett's in the house. And then I'm just going to go over some quick uh, quick Bronco news real quick. So here in Dallas, like we have some pretty good training centers. And right off the bat, just a random little note out there. Our offensive tackle, Dalton Reisner, has been out here working out in Dallas. In his time here, he's gained five pounds with his workout regimen. Kind of interesting. Five pounds, man. That's a big man. Just getting a little leaner, getting a little meaner. So yeah, I'm 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 all I'm all here for that. We need that. So then uh, somewhere in the Bronco forums, someone asked what would be your grade for Denver's drafts or uh, draft pickups and re-signings, and I would give them a solid B plus, if not an A. Why? Because they brought on Justin Simmons, made him the highest paid safety. Got up, picked up uh, the one-year deal for Kareem Jackson again. Got Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby. I mean, Shelby Harris. There's just Vaughn Miller. I mean, there's just so many. There's just so many. But yeah, I, but the reason why I wouldn't give him an A is because there's still... We need to beef up that QB room. It's no secret. I'm not completely off the lock, bo- the, the lock boat just yet, but... Um, this is his make it or break it year. And it might be the exact same for Fick Fangio, our head coach. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, if, uh, if we picked up a QB, I don't I don't know. I don't think I would mind too much. But yeah, B+. And then, um, you know, bringing back Jackson, like I said. Uh, this thing I read said he was the first, he's the, sa- he's the only safety within the last two years who had an 80% grade or better by KFF standards, which I don't know. I don't know if that's true. There's a lot of good safeties out there. But he got a 82.3 grade in the 2020, ranked 6th in safety, so I'm stoked that he had that. And, uh, yeah, I just I just like the way George Payton is running things. It's, it's aggressive in a sense, but it's lead, laid back, and he's just waiting for others to trip up, and I kind of feel like some people are doing that. So, yeah. Asked who would I draft then with the with the new pickups being said, um, yeah, if it's a pro, top prospect QB, even Mac Jones, who Mac Jones, we had a virtual visit with them by the way, virtual visit, Mac Jones with the Broncos organization. It's kind of interesting because I've been saying he might be the next Tom Brady, but yeah, so but I could easily see him fall into ninth pick. So, I don't know, we've been at Trey Lance's Pro Day. Justin Fields is there. I think a lot of people would rather pick Justin Fields over Trey Lance just because, you know, I guess experience, just playtime. But both are promising to me. 
But yeah, so if we could pick up a first, a good QB prospect, that's the only way it would change from what I've been saying. I've been saying uh, Micah Parsons, a linebacker. But uh, there's, some, there's a few different pe- rookies pro days that George Payton went to. So, you know, like I said, Trey Lance, some offensive tackles, uh, Bradley Christian and Dylan Rutgers. Not too sure. C.J. Horns, cornerback, Parsons. Yeah, they've been to Parsons. They've been another linebacker, Jason Owen. Owen. But yeah. So I don't know. We don't. Since we addressed that cornerback position, we just it kind of just opened us up for all this opportunity out there in the draft. It kind of made any blow that we may take a little softer because there's just so many fallback plans. And yeah, I just I just like our spot. I'm telling you, George Payton. And then I was kind of looking at our new pickup game with the, with the new game out there. We've got a few different games. Broncos picked up the Lions game. Interesting. We'll be seeing a little bit of Jared Goff now. Hmm. We'll see what happens. But my optimistic, after looking at it, my my optimistic record that the Broncos would have is 11-6. and six. There's just... There's just a lot of winnable games on here that I see. I could see us beating some of the tougher ones, but I could I could see us kind of getting through it. Maybe Brandon McManus kicking a 60-yard field goal. I don't know. But, you know, like Cleveland Browns, Dallas Cowboys, I think we could win one of each of our rivals. I think we could beat the Chiefs at least once this season. Same thing with the the Chargers and the, the Raiders. But, yeah, so there's three. Uh, I think we could beat Baltimore just because I – you know, just pick Fangio's defense and the way our defense is. I just don't know if... I just think we can, but also it depends on a lot on the QBs, Drew Locke. Yeah, so all these ones I'm naming are ones that I could see is losing for sure, but I just could see it's also winning. The Bengals, Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Jets. Pick Fangio's really good against rookie cornerback or QBs, I mean. Jaguars, New York Giants, um, Pittsburgh... Washington football team and Detroit Lions, yeah. So, we're just, so yeah. So, the, winning all those, winning all those, which is the optimistic one, would be eleven and six. The realistic one is probably eight or nine or nine and eight. All those ones I was kind of naming by name. All those ones I, I could see us losing as well, just because of you know weaknesses being exposed. But I mean, on paper we're good, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I wonder. Uh, I was kind of wondering about going through some of the some of the divisions and just saying who I think will win the first. I won't dive too much into it, but just say like who I think is going to win their division through all of all of the divisions. Uh, you know, with the seventeen game season now in effect, it's looking like there might be some teams pushing a little more to do a little better. Like it might be redemption time for the Bears and the Jets. Why? Because they haven't had a 4,000-yard passer in the 16-game era since 1978. Like, And who, who are they going to have? Sam Darnold and might get Zach Wilson's in there. The Red Rocket, the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. I don't know. But maybe with that extra game, they'll be able to pass that 4,000 yards. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes is going to try to break that 6,000-yard uh, season. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah. We'll talk about a little bit about that, but I'm gonna run through this real quick. AFC East, I got the Bills coming out on top. I'm just gonna kind of go down a sleeper team. Ooh, I kind of want to say the Browns winning the North. Call me crazy, 
AFC South. I see. Yeah, it's Titans. Titans are gonna win that. Titans. Yeah. We'll see Jags one and fifteen. We'll see what happens with that one. Trevor Lawrence, we trust. Part of the Chiefs, AFC West. Dallas Cowboys winning NFC East. Just the return of Dak Prescott. I just think, yeah, I think they're just it's gonna dominate that division. Double digit wins for sure if he can stay healthy. Um, NFC North. Yeah, I don't think that's even a close one. Packers. Packers are gonna win that one for sure. Bears got a QB change. Lions got a QB change. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. New Orleans or Tampa Bay <laughs> or Carolina or Falcons. Mm, man, I just don't know. Drew Brees. I, I, does that automatically make the Saints the, the, the second best in that division, or the third, or the fourth, depending on who you ask? <laughs> uh, huh. That's interesting. I don't know. For some reason, I can. I kind of want to say. Carolina Panthers is this their comeback year? That's a, that's a tough comeback. It's a long shot. It'll be like getting seven more wins. But I don't know. I'm believing my Broncos like that, so I guess anything's possible. But yeah, mm. and I'm gonna say the Panthers if my money was on it. NFC West, last but not least, uh, I could see the Seahawks winning that one. But I'm gonna say comeback. Uh, Matthew Stafford. I think the Rams are gonna take that division, beating you know. San Francisco having a crisis down there. Cardinals, they're going to be, I think, more dangerous than ever. That's a tough division, especially if uh, they get Russell Wilson. What do you ask for? Yeah, it's just that would just be absolutely insane. But, yeah, it's, we'll see how this 17-game uh, season affects everybody. It's going to be affecting everyone a little differently, but I think it could be a good thing. And the reason why I think it's going to be a good thing is because uh, I think they'll it'll kind of make teams – rotate players so like those second maybe even third stringers might get an opportunity to shine get more playing time so they might rotate them throughout the season within the season or i could also see them like just sitting sitting out their starting players maybe you know two or three weeks before playoffs but you know week 17 and week 16 maybe week 15 but yeah i could see them sitting their star players with, with those weeks especially if they have like a winning record or you know if they're not and they're just kind of just you know who knows i think i just feel like they're gonna have to rotate players so the the drafts are gonna count it's, it's gonna have a whole little more weight to it so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to really count for what they are let's get some good you know backups in there the next man up mentality that you have to have especially with all these injuries that's that's one of the problems that I've seen a lot of these players. They'll be talking about they don't want to play that extra game because of the injuries. But like Jared Goff, he's getting an extra million, one million dollars. So I don't know. I guess some of them don't mind it. The ones that are getting the bands anyway. But yeah, so I don't know. I think the NFL is gonna get bigger with with the NFL growing, going out to different countries. You know, London, Mexico. I think I remember talking about something about Africa deal. But yeah, I just think we might eventually start playing it. Kind of like maybe like the Pro Bowl or something. Instead of the Pro Bowl, it'll be like a mixture of the AFC and NFC best players playing, you know, merges country playing another country or something. I don't know. We'll see. But that'd, that'd be kind of fun. That'd be fun. I'd watch that for sure. The very last thing I was going to say was the comp comparison between my man Kyle Pitts and DK Metcalf. So I'm going to run through some of the Kyle Pitts statistics since I just kind of burst up on his uh, pro days. 
Kyle Pitt is six foot six, two hundred forty-five pound with an eighty-three inch span. He ran a four forty-four, and in the forty-yard dash, it's some lucky numbers. He has a thirty-three and a half inch vertical jump, a hundred and twenty-nine inch barrage jump, and he benched it twenty-two times. I believe that's 245 pounds if I'm not mistaken. And then you got DK Metcalf. For some reason I thought he was bigger. I thought he was 6'5". That's why I initially did this comparison. But he's 6'3", 228 pounds, an 83 inch spin just like Kyle Pitts. But he's a little faster with a 4.33 yard dash, 4.33 time for the 40 yard dash. He had a 40 inch vertical, about 6.5 inches on Pitts. 134-inch broad jump, about 5 more inches, then 5 more bench press, but 27 bench presses. But yeah, for some reason I thought he was taller and bigger, but, but yeah, I think if Kyle Pitts kind of falls in here, finds himself a good mentor with whoever his, his teammates are, I can see him doing big things. But but yeah, that that's about to gonna wrap up the Man With Bands podcast. It's about with all the news and some of the questions I had, but uh... Just kind of brushed over a few things, but I hope y'all had a good Easter day. And if you're watching this, you know, later in the week, I hope you continue to have a good rest of your day. J-Bands out.